Hello, you're watching Proactive London. I'm joined by Sebastian Blanco from Options Desk. Sebastian, good to see you again. Good to see you, Stephen. So, Sebastian, uh, good week for US equities last week. We had the S&P 500 at an all-time high. Uh, what gives there? Absolutely. Yeah, ARM were up over 50% last week after announcing their earnings. You know, we've seen the tech sector performing very well over the past month, um, continuing, you know, and actually catching out many of the Wall Street analysts um, by closing at an all-time high. Um, now, there's been a party in the equity markets and there is still lots of uncertainty in the bond markets, um, which could you know dampen that bonfire um, as you know we're coming into an election year. There's lots of elect there's elections in the US and the UK to take place and a lot of economic data has come out this week. Um, Stephen? I, I mean, you talked about economic data. So here in the UK, we have CPI and GDP data coming up. We also have uh, inflation data in the United States. So that's likely to color, I suppose, uh, interest rate expectations going forward and I suppose it could dance the fire in the equity markets. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the latest annual CPI figure is going to be published by the Fed at Bank of England this week. Um, the US annual CPI's forecast coming this Tuesday at 2.9%, which is half percent lower than previously. Um, you know, the Fed chair, Jay Powell, killed off all expectations of a March rate cut in his 60 minutes interview the week before last. Um, and now the futures markets are actually pricing in a 75% chance of rate cut in May. So if we do get steady downward pressure in inflation, um, then that will bolster those odds and we can expect the first one in May. Um, however, there is still a bit, they're still kind of at odds with Jay Powell. You know, he's he's you know confident predicting three, three rate cuts, sort of a soft landing approach, whereas the investors are sort of expecting four to five rate cuts in the year, which is a bit odd. Uh, how about how about here in the UK? So what are the, the expectations for the Bank of England? Yeah, so um, now you will have seen, obviously, the UK um, inflation was higher than expected last month. Um, Wednesday's data release forecast to show a 4.2% rise in consumer prices, up from 4% the month before. Um, and that is in line with Bank of England projections for price growth to continue in January before reaching their 2% target in spring. Um, so they're attributing it to Ofgem's raising of the energy price cap. However, you know, any sign of inflation persisting elsewhere in the economy could undermine market expectations significantly and alter, you know, those those rate cuts. Um, the first quarter point reduction we're expecting to be in June or August, um, with two more to follow later in the year. So that'll take the Bank of England base rate to four and a half percent down from the current five and a quarter. But again, we'll all be waiting for that inflation reading to be coming out on Wednesday. So, Sebastian, if we have any surprise readings and surprise to the upside, do you think we could? Do you think too much has been built into the equity markets at the moment, and we could see a pullback if those uh, expectations aren't met? It's hard to say. I mean, the the pullback in the equity markets may happen. Um, the S and P is is on a good trajectory at the moment. Um, in terms of the United Kingdom, you know, we haven't really got much to say in terms of the moment until we have those inflation readings coming down, because there's not much hope of a rate cut anytime soon. I wouldn't say, but in the US, it's looking quite promising. In fact. Um, especially if that inflation really comes in down. Okay, well, let's see what the week brings. Uh, Sebastian, thanks very much for your insights. Thank you very much. Sebastian Blanco from Options Desk.